Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. So big news yesterday and sad news. Normally, I on on Fridays, I we wouldn't have any sad news. Well, but, I think we can make this uplifting, but right. it is sad. It's well national news. It is. It's it's worldwide, global, if you will. But uh, Queen Elizabeth II uh, passed away yesterday at the age of ninety six. I think that be that seemed rather sudden and abrupt to a lot of people because. She is recently it was within the last week had been at least meeting with people. It was weird because yesterday morning we were getting ready and you said, oh, I saw online this morning that they've announced that the queen's health is failing. So, well, she, you know, she's pushing a hundred and it was just a matter of hours later that the news broke that she had passed away. So, yeah. And, and it, because she, despite her age, she looked fantastic over the years. Well, and she I, was still I, so active. I did know that, and I don't, I don't know if there was an underlying condition mm-hmm. or what happened, but she did appear to be over the last year or so, it seemed like she had lost weight and just looked a little bit more frail. But again, she was 96. She outlived, well, most of us. <laughs> our our <laughs> bodies yeah. do eventually. Well, yeah, you, you, it just gives out. But at what what a life she lived, you know, and I, and I was anticipated. I thought, you know, when she passes, this is going to be a real moment because she is uh, one of those cornerstones of what, of a legacy that I think is, is slowly becoming less relevant and uh, outdated. She became queen at 25 years old. So think of everything in the last 70 years that she led through. Yeah, that's well, that's she was the longest reigning monarch in British history. Think about that. It's it's wild. Right. When her when she took when she ascended to the throne, Winston Churchill was her prime Jeez. minister. Think about that. I mean, she was born in 1926, and as a young teenager, you know, weathered World War II, all that came with it, mm-hmm. right? Saw that happen. Her uncle Edward, initially, he was he was was king. He was abdicated because, again, I don't know what it is with these guys hooking up with American divorcees. So that created a constitutional crisis. He was given the boot. Her father, George, was then handed the throne. And uh, he passed away in 1952 in his sleep. And she became queen rather quickly. And the funny thing is, when she was born, there was nobody that believed she would ever reach the throne. So how did that change when she was a child? Or how did she become queen? That she was in line, but it was oh, okay. it was it was the way everything unfolded. Again, Edward, her uncle, was originally king, sure, so it would have it. went down that line, yep. right? But Edward again made some poor choices. <laughs> well, he decided. I think the woman that he had actually 
decided to marry, not only was a divorcee, but was in the process of her second divorce. And you have to understand what time period this was. Right. Right. And she was an American and Brett Oh, so he didn't have a he didn't like have an affair with her. No, he, Brett, no, no. Oh. He, he was gonna this was his chosen okay. okay partner. And British Parliament was like, no. Sure. So he was abdicated. George then became king and he passed away rather unexpectedly in his sleep in nineteen fifty two. She was twenty seven years old and became queen. And led through unbelievable I mean, just i'm just trying to like wrap my head around everything well, that she saw well post world war ii i mean london england in, in in period had suffered horrific damage at the hands of the the germans right so they were rebuilding all of this was going on and then came the 50s with more turmoil of course globally you know the it's almost it was almost impossible for her to get away from any of it. Right. right. Okay. I mean, you're, I mean, they've said for years, the sun never sets on the British empire. Right. I mean, it was just, they're always involved and they're very close allies of the United States. Mm -hmm. So the Korean conflict came, then all the turmoil and the civil rights movements of the sixties, then Vietnam, then in the eighties. Right. And she, all the stuff she had to deal with, with the Irish. And then, <laughs> then, if you think about it, we went into the uh, the era of of uh, terrorism, right? Right, that was and in that's the nineties, yeah. Right? That, well, and still to this well, day, I mean, right? right. But it started in the nineties. It started, and then obviously there was nine uh, eleven, and of course all that followed that. It's she lived an incredible life and was always this stoic figure, and always seemed to have the right things to say mm -hmm. and that calming effect. Of course. In World War II was where they coined the phrase, keep calm and carry on. That was the phrase, right? I mean, that's when it all unfolded. So, and she carried that better than anybody, right? They, they say that, you know, she might may not have invented the stiff upper lip, but she carried it better than anybody, oh. right? And even, I, and I said this to you, I said, I remember even in December during the holidays, that first year with COVID, it was 2020, when they ran her address. Because so mm -hmm. it wasn't just the, the the British people. Everybody wanted to hear. I remember watching it and thinking like, wow, that was very well said. Yes. And I remember her saying, and just uh, she was so reassuring, mm -hmm. right? And you believed her. And she said, I remember her saying, we will be with family again. We will be with friends again. We all will meet again. And she said, and how true was that, right? It but, was. But they needed to hear that. And the British people specifically, I, I really feel for them. And I was watching yesterday as the news unfolded and throughout the afternoon because, oh, this is a historic moment, right? And uh, I was watching them talk to, you know, and there's, again, they're dealing with the same things that we are over here. Rapid, just crazy, rampant inflation. Mm -hmm. You know, fuel, food, everything is out of control. They've dealt with the pandemic. They've got the same divide with conservative and liberal politics over there. And just three days ago now, it was two days ago yesterday, which really made this crazy. But, you know, Boris Johnson. Oh, that's right. Yes. He and that, and what was her name? Liz. Oh, I can't remember Liz, her name. Is it Liz Cole? So I can't remember, but she's relatively unknown, right? But she took over the conservative party, right? In, in Britain. And so she's in charge. 
Now, now you, they're going to have a new king on top of it. But they don't have anybody to really address the nation no. right now that they trust or or look to, right? With that kind of persona, they're just—it's not nothing's there. That would be a lost feeling. It is. They feel. I'm, you for, could, for those British yeah, citizens, they were talking about that, and I, when they interviewed people, they were—they really did seem that shook. And yeah, they did. So. I believe today, and he better have something good to say. <laughs> now, King Charles III. I'm going to call him KC3. Is I've going to have to address the nation. And he had better. This is a, oh, def- the pressure's this on. Is a defining moment for him. Yeah. Right? Really, it, it is. And it's, it's crazy. And, it, and the sad part is all that has gone on with the family. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's Harry and Meghan. And then, of course, William. And Kate will eventually, once uh, Charles passes, it will be, there will be a King William and and Queen Kate, right? Well, she will inherit that title, right? I'm not sure if she will. Because right now, Camille is queen. Oh, does she get that title? That's from what I understand. She is. Ugh. Well, sorry, I have. Well, you and I are on the different ends of the spectrum. We are. You're, I mean, you're, you're Harry and Meg's. I'm print. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not, Will and Kate. I'm not turning on my nose at Will and Kate by any means at all. I'm turning my nose up at Camilla a little bit. <laughs> Why? Because she snuck in and. Well, she did a little. But we don't know what was going on with Diana as well. I understand. So. But I. But she had to deal with all of this, right? And well, I mean, I just think. Yes, and anytime you're in the spotlight like oh that, my it's God. not an easy life. So and I should probably give Queen Camilla <laughs> well, I think, a little I'm grace. pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, because going back to Edward, when he uh, was going to hook up with the American divorcee, they didn't feel that she could be, you know, queen consort, <laughs> right? So that she wasn't, she wasn't fit material for that, so... He was abdicated. Gone. See ya. That feels George, a bit dramatic. George but. took over. And then that's, of course, his death was why Elizabeth became queen. I think that's how all of that unfolded. If You're I, like a walking encyclopedia. If I of recall stuff. correctly. But I, well, the reason is because of my World War II history and stuff sure. that, I, that I studied. But I, uh, yeah, I just, all of the, the, the drama with that family. Well, growing up when I did, I was a huge Princess Diana fan. Sure. And William and Harry are my age. So they were right. kids when I was a kid. So I remember watching her with them and they, it was just this, it seemed like this fairy tale, you know, watching it on TV as a kid, like Diana was the princess and she had these beautiful dresses and she was so fabulous and she had these boys. And, um, so that's kind of, I think my perspective on it. Do you, do you have your phone? Handy yeah. Over there? yeah. I, just real quick, Google that while we continue to talk here. But I think, I think she does become queen. She gets the title. Okay, I'll I Google think, it. but but I, but I could be wrong because I had I hadn't even looked. I thought that there up. was like a. I don't know, but I think yes, she will be known as Queen Consort. Yes, Queen Consort. That's what I thought. Because so, if Philip would have outlived Elizabeth, Charles still would have been king. I believe so. Yeah, I think I right. Guess, I don't know. I'm just like it. Well, you. I watched a few episodes. It, go, of the Crown. it comes down to bloodline. Right. Right. I mean, that's what that's what it's all about. So I did see that uh, not Harry and Meghan, um, Will and Kate's titles were changed immediately to Duke of Cambridge and Duchess of Cornwall. Yeah. 
which was Charles and Camilla's right. titles. Right. So they now have they're next. So Will and advanced, Kate, yeah. and now they're next in line to the throne, which is insane. I think they'll do fantastic. Because I, I, I think, remember, I think that's a bright future for them. When, like, I remember William being a little boy. I remember him being we're, born. We're like yeah. literally the same age. So I, I remember thinking like, oh, maybe I could marry a prince. Most, most likely. Well, we're obviously not going to see the length of reign that Elizabeth had with her seventy years. Right. Again, the longest in the history of the monarchy. How old is? I'll Google it. How old? Charles is, has got to be in his seventies. Yeah, I think so. You know, he's seventy-three. So, like, to me, I would love to talk to Will right now. Like, you're not that far. I admire him. I do. You I, know, I like, like him, he's yeah. got to have. Obviously, he's probably um, very sad that his grandma passed away. But sure. also, there's like this other layer for him of. Holy crap. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I think being who he is and growing up the way he did and certainly watching the way he handles himself now Oh yeah, and Kate as well. I they're think, lovely. I think that they're, I think that is, I think they're, the, the future is in good hands. I, I think they're lovely. Yeah. I think, I think that they're, I think they're going to do well. I think so too. I just think that that, you know, he's, he's got to be going through a lot of emotions right I, now. But I just think it is what's odd to me is I think she's the last one. Elizabeth, I think was the last one who, who will mean as much mm -hmm. as she did because you have, I mean, Britain is a constitutional monarchy, right? So you have the uh, king or queen with, has shared power with elected officials, mm -hmm. right? So that means, and in years past, she has really, with the evolution of the world the way it is, she knew where she was. Mm -hmm. And it was more of a title, right? Although the whole nation looked to her, right? Well, I think but she was that strong. She was amazing. Figure yeah, big. that was always a constant. You know, she she was like this mother figure. I, I think... It was, I think I just, she was, she was a leader. Yes. That's what she was. I mean, she's, I mean, it was, she was, I mean, I don't know if there's not just women, but people mm -hmm. with her mental yeah. stoic. I mean, that straightforward. Was, I got no, I mean, no nonsense. She had to. Yeah. She was, I mean, she was, I, this makes, I, we, you and I have never watched the throne, the crown, the crown. We did start it and yeah, we watched a few episodes and I don't know, we got to Because there's a lot of people now, they say that that's going to blow up. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, it is. Because, because it is historically accurate. Right. Well, they've done it. From what I understand, they did a pretty good I job with it. So now the timelines and stuff are historically accurate. So now I want to dig into it. I know. I was thinking that too. I do. I, I want to I start watching it. Which is it. so expected and cliche. That is, that's, that is 100% the most American thing on the it planet. Absolutely. As it's disgusting. Let's, is there a book we can read instead or something let's like go to a biography? Let's go to, let's watch that, the crown. I think it's on Netflix. Is that where it is? I, I, I don't so. know. But oh, that, that is it, so American. That is, it's sad, but it's, that's the honest to God. Let me truth. Google up some facts and watch the crown. <laughs> but yeah, she, I, I mean, it, it is, it's, uh, it was one of those moments Especially as you, you know, you get a little bit older, you you think that when st stuff like that happens, you you're going to remember it mm -hmm. because that, I, like I said, the idea of kings and queens has really faded mm -hmm. over the years, and she was 
the last, I believe, to really carry it like that. We'll see. It we'll makes see, you want to um, just like on the, the the women's leadership side, it makes you want to dig into like some other strong women in history. Can you think, God, this is a horrible question to ask in 2022 with the way the world is now, but in your lifetime, so you can go back, mm -hmm. can you think of any figure, women specifically, yeah. that had a, as much of an impact as she has on the, on the globe? On the globe? I don't know. I, I would really have to think about it in, Something that I was interviewed for like a women's organization and they asked like, you know, who's your, you growing up, who's your female role model? And it, I like, it kind of gave me pause and I don't know if it's like where I grew up or just how I was raised, but I like, that was not a huge thing growing up. Like here are strong women you should know about that are doing great things or well, have done great things. That's unfortunate that they didn't teach that. That's what I mean. Uh, like, yeah. and so I just kind of was like, Oh, like growing up, I can't really say, like princess Diana. I really liked her, but mostly it was like very superficial reasons. Sure. So that has since then that has actually made me kind of make that a priority. Like Clara has a book, um, it's a kid's book, but it has all these stories of influential women in history. And we, you know, we read that at night and, and we've actually uncovered some, some really cool women that I was not even familiar with. Who who are some of the women that are in there? Um, they're featured? more obscure. They're not like huge names. I mean, mother Teresa was one of them. Sure. You know, I would, I would, she comes to mind Absolutely. as someone who obviously had a, a huge global impact. Um, and then there's just, there's some, uh, women in history from Africa that did some really great um, humanitarian efforts. There's um, did Joan of Arc come up? Uh, no, she is not in that book. Um, Amelia Earhart, of course, um, and her story. Uh, Audrey Hepburn is in there. I mean, it's it's this great. It's got cute illustrations, and it's just a great book um, to just dig in. And then we Google them, and we look at their real pictures. And so it's been it's been a good tool to just have some conversations with the kids about strong women. I think in four women specifically, and this could be a bit of a polarizing figure, but I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg was, was one of the individuals that really took the bull by the horns and tackled women's rights and absolutely and made a huge difference on the Supreme court of the United States. And, and her story is, is cool. And I, I watched, uh, a documentary and the name of it is this escaping me um, about women's rights. And there were some women um, in the sixties who were doing some really important work that I don't even know. It was called the Janes, I think. Oh, I remember it. We watched that. We watched it together. Yeah. We watched that together. That was a really good documentary. Um, it was a great documentary. I think on abortion on. clinics and that were well prior to Roe versus Wade. Yeah. They, and, that, and now and them it, was, worrying, it was about yeah. access to safe. Sure. Yeah. Re reproductive rights. But um, yeah, it's, it's just funny to think about like how many people, and I won't even say women specifically have made really big impacts that, I mean, you can't even think of their names. Well, you it, know, it, yeah, it, I would say, you know, because in today's world, like when I was growing up, I was fortunate enough to have my dad tell me about a lot of the historic figures and teach mm -hmm. me about them, right? Whether it was uh, our founding fathers and a lot of the presidents in between. Mm -hmm. And I mean, obviously some of the great military men from uh, World War II 
And I did know a, a bit about history. You know, a lot of our presidents and, and things that men and things that they have done mm -hmm. right to that point. But I think I was the first part. I, I was the first generation, I believe, that got a little bit more of a superficial approach to this, because I will tell you, when I was a young boy, the individuals I admired, well, I can tell you one that was my absolute hero when I was a kid. And he was a gentleman by the name of Reggie Jackson. And he wore 44 and he played for the New York Yankees. And I watched him hit three home runs in a World Series game, you know? Uh -huh. And I remember how he was this, just the, the media just beat up on him. The fans hated him. They was He was a cancer in the clubhouse. He was this and that until he hit them three home runs in a World Series for the New York Yankees. And all overnight he became God, right? But that's the world we live in, right? It is. And I, it I is. was one of them. I was like, I, I was so enamored with him growing up. And I was like, because I loved baseball. And I thought Reggie Jackson should be in charge of the whole world. Well, I'd yeah, follow him. I mean, because when you're, when you're seven and eight years uh, old, yeah. and if you were say, to say the same thing to our kids, well, Clara's not really to a point right now. She's, a, she's just five. Yeah, she's right? like Barbie. But if you were to ask Noah, who the influential figures in his life would be, I'd be willing to bet. It would be sports people. It'd be a sports guy. It would be yeah. Tom Brady. And, it those, would be... and those guys don't understand. I think a lot of them don't wrap their head around that, right? And it is superficial. I mean, it's ridiculous if I you know. think about it, but that's how I was too. That's how I was. And yeah. that's why I say like Princess Diana, but really my, my frame of reference of her was... It wasn't even her humanitarian efforts. No, it because was her I was, glamour. I was a kid. Right. Um, so I wish that I would have had a little bit more um, interest or teaching about women who were making a big difference and why they were making a difference beyond just like, she has fabulous clothes. Prior to me, I got a question for you in regards to women who have like big difference, yeah. right? Difference makers in our country. Prior to me, bringing her up to you and ex did did you even know who Gloria Steinem was no I didn't and again I don't know that it was intentional but like was not encouraged to pursue feminism growing up I think I think that was a common thing in this part of the country like like yeah very much was was encouraged to be a guy's girl right and yes. like throw a spiral football yes. and like drink beer out of a keg. And like those <laughs> right. were things that were um, things that I, that were taught to well, me as positive. Things. Well, we've had this discussion before. It has just been uh, what a little over a hundred years yeah, that women have been allowed to vote. The right to vote. And it hasn't been, I think it's been about that long. Right. And then, yeah, it was in the twenties. And then for, I mean, just don't even get me started. On I know how, and, how backwards. And now, as a as a grown woman, I can look right. at that and be like, "Oh my sure. god!" But it, it does kind of make me wish. It definitely makes me wish that I would have had a better teaching. Well, it, oh, but it, you, but it was a different time, and it and it was right. a but, different area. But you and I have discussed this, and we ha you and I have the opportunity to make a difference in our daughter's life. Exactly, and right? that's why I have the yes. the book with the powerful women yes. and their artists and their scientists and their and it's this this diverse group of women, and some of them are very well known, and some of them are very obscure. But it's been so fun for us to read this book 
And I'll have to, I'll post it in the show notes um, because I know we'll get messages asking what the book is. Um, it's like little women that make it. I don't, I don't remember, but anyway, um, it's been fun for, for me to be able to yeah. share that with both kids. And even Noah's right. like, Oh, that's cool. You know, and they're, they're chemists and they're authors and they're set designers. And it's, well, it's like, great. I'm, I, it's awesome to know that our daughter is growing up in a world where she sees women that are astronauts. Yeah. Right. And holding public office. Yep. And just it, it's, it's a different world. Cause I can tell you not too long ago when I was young, they couldn't even hold an office in my local church. Well, mine either. I mean, it was, it's just, it was absolutely. And it was funny that even at my young age, I thought something's wrong with this. Right. Where, where, where does this all See, come and from? I just, my experience growing up was so different on that. It was just like, this is like wives be submissive to your husbands. And that was something that was taught even like through my childhood. For sure. Even like as I was a yeah. teenager. Yeah. And, and it was, it was just the way it was. Yeah, and I never I questioned it. And it was, um, it makes me sad because there's just so many but women at, doing wonderful things that well, I just no, am not aware of. No, no, but I mean, there. That's all because of a lot of them again in the '60s and '70s. Yeah, and that really, really took it on. Now that I have taken pause and started reading more and and educating myself as an adult, now I'm like. Gloria Steinem poster well, yeah, in my bra. Uh, well, I know when I when I brought that up, and I remember that the first time I had that yeah, conversation like, with you, I'm because not. nothing will change a man's opinion of women's rights like having a daughter, right? I mean, I mean, I'll be, and I think most guys who have daughters would agree with me on that. All of a sudden, you look at things in a whole different perspective, mm -hmm. and uh, that's why I'm like, nobody is ever going to treat her. Like I watched men treat women as I was growing up mm -hmm. and then through my broadcast career, yeah, which is ridiculous that it's 2022 and women in corporate America are still dealing with this stuff. Oh yeah. Again, we've it, had, we've had this discussion where I think that the, the change needs to happen where men view women as their peers mm -hmm. versus entertainment. One thing that, that is interesting from my personal experience, and, and it could just be because I have changed after working in broadcast for my entire career and now working in construction. Sure. I had much worse run-ins with male colleagues in the media broadcast. industry. Absolutely. Then I have, I, I mean, I, can I, I definitely feel like I am seen as an equal in the, in the construction industry with my colleagues more so than I did with male colleagues in media. There is no greater example of that than what went on with Gretchen Carlson yes. and some of the girls at Fox news that I, I can tell you after you know all of my time in broadcast as well, I watched it, I witnessed it. And I will say that, and not all of them, by the way, there's, there's good people no. in every industry but specifically, I think I was, and you and I both witnessed to some nasty behavior. Yes. Right? And I, I, it's just, it I was had bad. personal experiences. And there's still, believe me, they're still out there. That, that in, yeah. I mean, the, God, I could just, I know <laughs> I could go on, but right. it is Friday. So I know I'm trying to keep it a little lighter, but yeah, it's, I think that it is changing. 
It is. And, and I know we're making an effort. Sure. And well, that's, that's all what we can do. That's what that's it's going to take, do, though. Is we're making an effort to change the language. Like um, something that was very common growing up um, was you throw like a girl or don't throw like a girl or, and that was like supposed to be an insult. Well, it was like, a, yeah, derogatory. Right. You yeah. didn't. And I absolutely will not tolerate that right. in this house or by anyone <laughs> around my children. And I will call them out. Um, but it's just, that's the things that matter is right. like changing the language and changing how you talk about things like that. And um, I guess that's all we can do is we can just change it for our kids. It starts with the men in this country. It really is. And it's, and it's the young men. And I, I do, I will say this. I, I think, and I've, I've mentioned this to you. I sense a lot of the younger guys, a lot of the Gen Z mm-hmm. and younger millennials have crossed that bridge where they do view women as yeah. their peers, right? That, that they're, they're equal and in, in work and wherever, yeah. right? And that old generation, and you know, I can tell you this, there are still a lot of those guys out oh, there, yeah. the old guys that are, that will call a, a woman in the sales office blondie or something, oh. you know, it, yeah, oh, I know. it happens. I know. I know. It happens. It's still there. And it's unfortunate. But it's, I do see some of the younger guys, I think, progressing. And I think, and obviously that's, and I hope that they teach their sons. Because yes. that's what it's going to take. It is. It is going to take that. That's what it will take. And I think we're we're getting there. But again, this whole conversation was brought up with, you know, obviously with the death of Queen Elizabeth II yesterday. I think it's important to recognize and teach our daughters about some of these historical figures and to teach them that they can be, they can be the the change or that, 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 that figure that's going to, that's going to take charge. Right. They can be anything. And I love the work that's being done with encouraging uh, girls in math and science and engineering and, and, and STEM and steam. You know, what's, I have to say this and I, I can't figure out where it went when it went down this road, because if you go back far enough in history, women were doing great things and not treated like second class citizens. So I'm trying to think, where did it go? Where, when did this happen? At what point in history, like when this country was founded, when did, when, were there women in this country? well, they were obviously here. No, I no, I, that's not what I'm asking. Were there women? No, not not in that founding group. No, no. But I'm just wondering. There where, were women in other countries. You, you, no, well, not. Doing, but you have to go back far enough to find out where who started it. Well, isn't that? But honestly, could you pinpoint one pl- one point in history where it was like okay? Well, I just, I think if you. And you know history better than me, so correct me if I'm wrong. But if you go back in American history, well, no, I mean, we've 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 been a case of evolution, you know, for you know 250 years almost. So it's like we're we're moving along, but are we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> well, for think about what it was like just a hundred years ago, right? So I think that, but I'm just wondering at what point in 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 the world did mm-hmm. and who were the guys that came up with that? And how did they convince everybody that that was the route to take? And how are we 
still where we are in well, some cases. There's, well, you can go. Listen, there's places on this planet where, well, look what happened in Afghanistan when we pulled out. I know. Girl, it's, I mean, if you're if you're female, well, that's how they think. Though, I know. It's devastating. That women don't have the right to an education. They don't have the right to do anything. Their husbands can kill them if they feel like oh, it. Oh, God. There, there's places in this world where that's fine. I know, I'm just wondering where did where did that yeah. all start? I don't know. I don't, I don't have the answer to that. I'm trying to figure out if you could pinpoint it in history at well, some point. Where where was it? Isn't it? And I, this is like absolutely not fact. This is just something that I heard. Didn't they equate like from the Garden of Eden with Eve? And yeah. the apple, and like that was where sin incorporated. And well, if if you believe like they blamed her in the literal sense, she was deceived by the serpent, right? And then it was passed on to Adam. If that's the route you want to take, I know, I but isn't know. that where some of those beliefs I don't are know. like from? I don't know. Um, I honestly, but I'm just trying to figure out in today's world. Okay, we've come a long way. I'm just figure out. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how it's hung on this long, and where it started. I, I I just don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. Has it always been that way? I don't know. I, I can't, don't know. I'm trying to not go on a feminist rant. I know. This I know. morning. So well, I kind of I kind of led you down the road, but I, I, I will say this: this started with prominent females throughout history and i think queen elizabeth ii ranks up there with the best absolutely yeah. so maybe as a weekend project you could like well here's the question i would pose who was the most influential woman in your life and i think uh, specifically speaking to women in general was there one that stood out that encouraged you and empowered you well that's a great question who was it? Was it a teacher? It may have been. It may have been. It may have been. You know, you're going to get a lot of my mom, and yeah. I understand that. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not diminishing that. But I'm just saying. But besides your mom, yeah, that's a good question. Right, because everybody, I think your mom is co- probably the central figure as far as influence in most people's lives. Mm-hmm. If you had a good one, right? Because there's a lot of people, and I understand that. There's yeah, that there's, can be a tricky relationship. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. I just think that. Uh, because I mean, there's moms and dads both that, yeah, are, I mean, are not good parents. No, right? That that happens, and it's unfortunate, but that's the world we live in. But if you did have a parent who loved you and did their best, they're most likely, whether mom or dad, one of the most influential people in your mm-hmm. life. So, putting them aside, is there another individual that came along that again encouraged and empowered you? Yeah. That's a great one. Who was it? I mean, that's what I would say. Specifically, we're talking, and guys, you can weigh in too. I know that only 20% of our listening audience, and I say that all the time because- Maybe I can go on the feminist rant. We've, we've, yeah, right, because we've carried over a lot of what we had on, you know, through our years in broadcast. But I would like to hear, because I was thinking about that as I watched them pay tribute to her all Mm -hmm. yesterday online, on television, and every, you know, podcasts everywhere. They were talking about her. That's why we're talking about her this morning because it, this is a real it's moment. Huge, it's, yeah. a, it's a huge it moment in history. It's it huge. really is. So uh, we would like to know if you, again, you can contact us. You can log on to our website, georgeandjess.com. We have social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, 
And uh, you, you can message us there as well. If you're feeling um, fired up about our conversation, I know I, I got a little riled up there for a minute and you need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> Go see my friends at Heat Salon and Lifestyle Studio because um, not only do they have amazing services, your, your wonderful salon services like blowouts and haircuts and colors and all of those things that you expect, but they also have a lifestyle wellness boutique right inside the salon. And, and I that's absolutely where you, love it. That's, that's where my silk pillowcase came from. And you, you've told me that's a game changer. It's amazing. It is like one of those simple luxuries. And that's what I say. It's one of those simple upgrades that you can treat yourself to that w- makes a, a huge difference in just like your sleeping experience. Right. It's soft. It's always cool. It's good for your hair. It's I've, good for your skin. Having felt your pillowcase. I know. I, I, I saw you eyeing it the other day. I want to try sleeping on one one night just to give it a whirl. Well, if I, don't, I go I don't, out of town, I don't have any hair, so you it's like can't think of how good that would feel. Right, the I don't skin know. on your scalp. <laughs> I don't so know. Good. I have no idea. So you can, you don't have to like. You can go into this lifestyle wellness shop at Heat and just shop. You don't need to have an appointment or even be a client of the salon, even though I would highly recommend it. Uh, you can visit their uh, website and shop online too at heatthestudio.com. Link on our website. And you're, as you're out and about doing some fall shopping, because it's going to feel like fall here, we're hitting the 60s for highs this weekend. I, I did see uh, Aaron and the guys up at Jay Long's post, they're getting a lot of that fall apparel in. And it's good stuff. Gobble have, and go get it before everybody else does. Yes, they have new brands, ladies. They're now carrying French Connection, which is uh, one of my favorite brands. It's beautiful stuff, high quality, and just... They do something at Jay Long's that is, it's almost hard to even like put into words. It's like that je ne sais quoi, like that touch where everything that they carry feels special. It's just hard to do. Well, here's what I like. They have everything that I want, need. It's quality product. And you know what, guys, if you want something to fit perfect, they have tailoring offered with purchase there. So I had, I just bought a pair of cool pair of pants that I wore to that wedding last weekend. And you had them tailored. So I, they, well, they, they were perfect. The hem, you know, because you, you buy like 34, 34, right? People, most yeah. guys think like that. Well, if you want that hem brought up a little bit, you, they'll do that for you. And it was done that day. And it, I mean, they're, they're super quick. And that tailoring is an often forgot detail that can really elevate your look. Oh my God. Yeah. It makes your clothes fit properly right. because like everybody, for you. everybody's body is different. And again, by the way, if you're not from our area here, Jay Long's has online shopping now as well. And they always have fantastic customer service. Yeah. Jaylongs.com. And again, a link on our website as well. Have a spectacular weekend. We will talk to you Monday morning. We'll have a new episode at 6 a.m.